Hello, and thank you for tuning into the Everything Must Go podcast. I'm Steven, alongside here... Wait, this isn't Brandon. This is Matt. Where'd Brandon go? Uh, he's not in this episode again, so sorry about that. But we've got Matt with the Friends with Music podcast. Don't clap on mic, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks so much, Steven, for opening your home to me. This is amazing. Hundreds, I'm, I'm honored to be on this show. A, uh, a new favorite podcast of mine now. And I'm, I'm not blowing smoke. I truly mean that. I really do mean that. I've listened to three episodes so far. I, full disclosure, I haven't hit the subscribe button yet. Oh man, no, I no, you're all good, all good. I do promise you, I will, because that that was a trial run. The first three was a trial run. You passed, Whew. so I'm gonna hit the subscribe button next time I pull up your iTunes. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> well, people probably don't know you who are watching this. This is the first exposure that they've had to you. So, tell us who is Matt and what are you all about? Oh boy. Well, I was born on a late uh, July first evening. No, um, <laughs> I uh, my name is Matt, and I and I run a uh, a podcast called Friends with Music, and we've basically done our best to highlight uh, music of all sorts in the greater Chicagoland area. Uh, be it Friends, quite literally, Friends with Music is how it started, and that sort of branched out uh, into local bands and touring bands, and uh, lately, as in the last four or so years, we've really pushed hard for the local scene. We, we, we love, love, love having local bands either come to us or I come to them, interview them, and just pump them up, you know, get them out there, let people know about them, because I believe, I truly believe in the Chicagoland music scene. It is thriving, and it is fun, and it's vibrant, and it is all-inclusive, and it is just amazing. And uh, and that's one thing we didn't know going into it. We learned quickly, and we love it. So that's the long and the short of it, is uh, we are all about uh, Chicago musicians. But it is not limited to Chicago musicians, I do want to say that. So, <laughs> well, well, walk me back in time a little bit to the podcast becoming a thing, because six years ago, and we had talked about this before we even went to start recording this, Podcasts weren't really like that big of a thing. They had kind of just started to pick up a little bit of momentum, and now they've kind of blown up. So yeah. you were kind of ahead of that curve. Totally. What um, what, what got you into that? Like, how did you? First of all, I'm ahead of no curve. <laughs> Let's just get that clear. But um, I, you know what? I, I let me start from the very beginning. I, I love podcasts. I listened to them greatly, and just thought I could do this. Maybe you know why not? I. Never miss an Around the Horn podcast or a PTI oh, yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. which is sports, not <laughs> music. But, yeah, yeah. but, you know, Mark Maron, Joe Rogan, all, all the classics I listen to, Adam Carolla, all that good stuff. And so one day I was like, I have so many good music conversations with people. Like, that's that's my favorite thing to do is to talk music with people. And I'm like, why not record that? You know, why not? It's so much fun. I don't care who listens to it. It's for me. You know, it's for my pleasure, for, for my guest pleasure. And I have a cousin who is an audio wizard, who is, I'm 1%, he's 99% of this show, he makes it all happen, it, it sounds the way it does because of him, and I came to him one day, and I was like, hey Benj, like, his name is Benjamin, I call him Benj, hey Benj, <laughs> uh, uh, I got this idea for a podcast, you got all the equipment, I got a little bit of know-how, well, let's do something here, and he was, luckily he was with it, so, after like a meeting or two with him, in uh uh, May, early May of 2012, uh, we started doing some trial runs, got some friends in, and July 4th, 2012 was the first launch of uh, the first episode, and we've been going strong ever since. Um, I, was, I told you the original name for it was going to yeah, be... let's hear it again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was going to be... Actually, I came up with it. Oh, this, oh, I just remembered. So I went to bartending school. Uh, in 2012, which might not mean anything to you because you're like, dude, who cares? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't drink. I am as oh. sober as the day is long, and I never have, never will. But I went to bartending school thinking I'm gonna make some money, man. Like you know, I <laughs> that's need, super interesting. You know, actually, yeah. yeah. And so I went to bartending school, and I remember late one night coming home from bartending school, and it was like this, like dim light bulb went up in my head and I pulled out a piece of scratch paper and I searched for a pen in my glove box and I wrote down these words how do you discover music or oh yeah how do you <laughs> discover music was what it was and I was like that is something I don't know what 
other than a terrible name, that is something. So that's the very beginnings of it. And I was always interested in how do you find who your favorite band is? Where did they come from? An older brother, MTV, uh, the dad, the mom, anything, you know? So I'm super interested in that subject. And so that's the genesis of Friends with Music. Um, how I came up with the with the name Friends with Music, I truly don't remember. I think it's just Friends, Music, I'm... Yeah, yeah, I guess that's how I just... Talking music with friends, friends with music. Anyways, so we got some friends in and started recording some podcasts. And uh, you blink and six years go by. And <laughs> oh, you guys got over 320 yeah. something episodes. And here we are. So, so yeah, I, I don't know if that answered your question, but. <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm gonna ask you one of your own questions because uh -oh. I've listened to a handful oh, of these no. podcasts. And I know I know a question that you Steven, like to ask don't do it. that I, I think is a really cool question. <laughs> A really like cool conversation starter because I'm kind of picky when people interview bands because a lot of times it's the same questions over and over again like oh how's the tour uh, mm -hmm. blah 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 so I like the question of like what kind of introduced you to music like what was like your first uh, experience I forget exactly how you word it um, but like the first time that you heard music and and, and what, what what was it for you the the question I ask yeah. all of my guests is what are your earliest music yeah memories? that's it earliest music memories so I want to hear yours and people's interpretations of that question can be wildly different which is kind of funny but the, the question I'm looking for is what is like literally the earliest memory you have of a song or a beat or anything it could be anything whatever it may be and mine I always go to three artists um, and they all sent around my mom and her like Panasonic like stereo system in the late 80s because I'm very old. Uh, <laughs> and she would play all the time. She'd clean the house every Sunday. I think it's a Polish thing. Uh, she would clean the house every. No, I'm sorry. Saturday. I apologize. Saturday. And um, and she would listen to Prince, uh, Purple Rain, Milli Vanilli. I don't remember the name of the album. It might be self-titled, but their biggest album. I don't know if you're familiar with Millie Vanilli. Not too um, familiar. <laughs> it is so worth, so worth YouTube. And uh, uh, Prince, Millie Vanilli, and George Michael's uh, Faith, I believe, is the name of the album. Or if it's not, it's whatever the album with that song is. But the big one was, uh, was Prince. I mean, I didn't get into Prince until way, way later, but it was like I just the organ of let's go crazy in the very beginning of the album is just so tattooed on my brain and it's one of those things where it's like when i hear that or when i hear a milli vanilli track which is rare these days or when i hear uh, certain george michael songs i, I call it uh music or i'll say music is the closest thing that humanity will ever have to a time machine oh yeah because when yeah. i hear those those notes those words those lyrics those songs i'm four years old again playing in the front yard, playing Super Mario Brothers, but, oh, yeah, yeah. but not, not the, like, yes, the game, but we'd go outside and we'd throw rocks at the tree, like those were our fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd throw fireballs at the tree and the tree was Bowser. But like, that's like, that's where I go. Like, I'm just like, like I, I'm, I close my eyes, I'm there. I could smell the smells, I could see the sights. And, um, and I could see the brown carpet in our shitty ass house <laughs> and the brown wood paneling. Everything was brown in the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the smoke everywhere because, of course, my mom and dad smoked. You know, like I could just, I smell tobacco. And even tobacco brings me back. Like if I'm in, um, if I'm in an, a room, even outside with someone, I walk past someone that just got done smoking or still smoking, I almost go, I'm home. And I've never smoked a cigarette <laughs> ever. Like I'm the farthest thing away from cigarettes. But uh so uh uh, uh so yeah, that's kinda like the earliest things. Um and and uh and I, I always remember too as a kid being in the car, um and the car is always a theme with people. People earliest music memories are a lot of the times in the car. Yeah, uh, which is big. But I I always remember wanting to remember the artist and the song and I'm trying to like impress my mom or being like oh oh this is pink floyd wish you were here and she'd be like, yeah good job and i'd be like yes. yeah as a you kid know? we think we're yes. so cool because yeah, we know this. yeah but then there i'll never forget there was one it was the band golden airing and it was the song twilight zone and it's got a really good bass groove to it and it's uh 
And for some reason, I thought that was a Pink Floyd song. And I told my my mom, asked who it is or whatever. And I said, she probably doesn't remember this. And I was like, Pink Floyd? She's like, no, no. Golden Earring, Twilight Zone. I'll never forget that. Never forget that. The, the most randomest thing. But again, in my head, that's so important. That's like, that's DNA. You know what I mean? That's, these are my best friends growing up are these records. So it's like. Yeah, man, that's that's something I haven't thought about in years too. So you just brought me. Oh, back. I know. I'm, brought me back. I'm, I'm pumped on that. Oh, I 100% agree with the Brandon and I talk about this a lot. That like art, art is a time capsule, and specifically music mm -hmm. is just such a great representation mm -hmm. of that. Because there are studies. I wish I were smarter and I would be able to quote you better. But there are studies out there where people with like Alzheimer's they they hear a song from their youth or something, and they're like. I don't want to say they're normal again, but they're brought back. Interesting. And they, they, oh, is it Alzheimer's or, or Parkinson's? I can't remember, but there's a, there's a YouTube video that will make you cry, I promise. Oh, no. I'll find it and I'll send it to you. I forget what it is. It might be, just look up like old dude Alzheimer's music, something like that. And it's like this old gentleman listening to a song and it, and it like brings him back and he starts crying you start crying we oh all start crying. man so, sorry to bring it down no no but, no, no worries we talked about powerful. bill cosby recently that oh. wasn't exactly the most positive of topics oh man that's rough that's rough. <laughs> the cosby show girl yeah right but how do you separate the art from the demonic artist like how do you do that man how like are we equipped to do that can't are we allowed to do that that's li listen to Everything Must Go, episode number 17, 18, 19. 18 is the Bill Cosby one. Listen to that and find out. Um, <laughs> so. It's pretty It's pretty dark. Not every episode oh, no. is uh, <laughs> funny. It's rough, man. It's rough. <laughs> what, what do you think, just on this topic, kind of unrelated to some of the other things we talked about, but do you separate the artist from the horrible things they've done? I will laugh at the Cosby show. I will laugh at a Cosby comedy album mm -hmm. um, just in a vacuum. I will yeah. laugh at them because they are funny. They are comedy. Yeah. As a person, he's a monster. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? 100%. That's my, you know, I'm not going to, I will not boycott everything Cosby, but I will not seek out anything Cosby if it happens beyond which I don't think it ever will be. Probably not. You know, do I own like the first two seasons burnt on DVD? Probably somewhere in the basement. Yes, I mean I own. I burnt them, so I stole yeah, yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, do I own a handful of his comedy albums? Are they on my iPod? Yeah. Are they funny? Yeah. Uh, do I promote him as a human being? No. No, never. <laughs> Go to jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go to no. jail and die, old yeah. man. Yeah, that's sorry. That's basically uh, not to give away too man. much, but. That's um, definitely some of the things that we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's rough, man. That's rough. Let's uh. Let's get Brandon involved with this because listener questions. No, Brandon has some questions. Let's Brandon go. Questions. Let's go with the Brandon question. I'm excited for this. I've never been. This has never happened to me before. All right. Super stoked. Um, okay, so first question, pretty simple. Are you a musician yourself <laughs> or just a fan of music? Um, that's a great question, uh, and I get it all the time, being like the music guy or whatever, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. um, no, the short answer is no. I am insanely tone deaf i cannot strum a strum or lick a lick or drum a drum uh uh do i own a drum set yes uh have i hit it once or twice yes is it in pieces is it in pieces in my basin currently yes do i call myself a drummer no <laughs> so um i i love i've loved i i always am drawn to drums so i got it my amazing wife got me a drum kit and i hit it sometimes that's really as far as being a musician goes that's about the extent of it um one time and it was one of the greatest moments and it might be a top five moment in my life <laughs> one right, time right. it was uh three dz fests ago and uh, dz fest is a whole nother topic that could be uh part two or three of this episode but uh, uh if you're not familiar everyone out there check out dz fest in hickory hills uh illinois suburb of chicago it's an amazing beautiful place to be dz fest three dz fest ago the band uh they were called the peekaboos at the time they're called lollygaggers now amazing band amazing people please look up lollygaggers um they had asked me like two days before the fest hey matt 
if you want to get up on stage and do a song with us, uh, a Fugazi song. And Fugazi is one of my all-time favorite bands, and it's one of the favorite bands of their drummer, Mike, who's a beautiful human being. I love you, Mike. <laughs> and he had asked me, hey, man, let's do a song. Okay. Like, I write back. Yeah. like, And he's like, let's do Blueprint. And I'm just like, okay. Like, scared out of my yeah. mind. Like, freaking out. I'm not a singer. I'm barely a podcaster, you know? So, so, uh, so leading up to it, there's no practice, no, uh, no discussion of, Hey, you come in at this lick and I, in nothing completely blind. The day of the fest, they show up and they're like, Hey, you still want to do it? And I'm just like, okay. And so that was it. That was the extent of the discussion. So the whole fest, I'm freaking the fuck out in my head. Like, I hope they forget. I hope they don't want to do it. I hope they get too high and just don't like, I, <laughs> please, forget. please God, don't let them get me up there. So they start playing their set and they are one of the best live shows uh, of theirs or in general I've ever seen. Just, just tearing the house down. It was the peak of the night. They had the biggest crowd. So it was like, and I'm talking a good couple hundred, five hundred, maybe even a little more. That's my blurry memory. It could have been 10, who knows, but, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, and then, uh, maybe half the set into it, uh, Mike, the drummer gets on the mic and uh, his mic behind the kit. And he's like, we're going to bring up everyone's favorite friend with music or whatever. He said something like that. Mac it on. I'm like, and I was, I was like off to the stage and I'm just like my heart, dude, I've never experienced a heart attack or, but my heart, I mean, if you were clocking my BPMs, it was just, I was like metal band, double bass. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And so I get up, I couldn't, how could you say no? I get up and he's like, one, two, three, four, here we go. And he busts in the song and I'm, dude, I'm getting shaky thinking about it. And I had no choice. You know what I mean? I couldn't, there was no, there was no prep. There's no, so you just, you, you literally nosedive into it. And so here I am front and center with a microphone and a GoPro. There's a GoPro attached to the mic stand. When I grabbed the mic, all punk rock of me, the GoPro fell. So I, so presence of mind, I pick up the GoPro and I must, I was like, this is with me. This is, I gripped it and it was just on me. And there's amazing footage of it that I, no I've only way. seen once. And it's just mind boggling cool. Like I've never been cool. Please listen to know. I've never oh, been cool man. in my no, entire this life. Is pretty cool this story. is easily the coolest moment I've ever had. That's why I said top five moments. Definitely. So so we rock into the song and I hit my marks, but I kind of look at him because I don't know what I'm doing. And I hit my marks and like 30 seconds in, I start to get comfortable. Comfortable. What? Me? Comfortable? On stage? Dude, you were just meant to be a rock star. Ah, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And so I'm, I'm working the crowd and I'm working the band and I, I do the rock star thing and I'm like, yelling and i do the thing where you pull the mic away and you yell and i'm in it and the gopro's on me and i'm looking cool and i'm feeling cool and i and then you just missed it like you're supposed to be a rock star what life. if i said and then i woke up no uh, <laughs> no and then it was it was just it was an amazing like three minutes and 45 seconds i i kissed the band members i put the microphone back in the mic stand i i, I think i just held on to the, the gopro i couldn't let it go and then uh Got off stage and, oh man, and just and just rode that high for like, I don't know what I say. It was three years ago. I, I'm still, you know, <laughs> still riding. Three was, years. That's later. the closest I've ever been, or probably will ever will ever be to a musician. Um, the footage is amazing. Don't know where it's at or if it still exists. Um, I want to find it. I really bad. I, I think Andrew might have it. Now that I think about it. Um, I'm too vain to be like, hey, dude, can I get that? Like, I'm too, or not vain. No, no, that was the worst word. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm too, uh, whatever the opposite of vain is, shy. I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I do want to see it again. But um, yeah, I tweeted once that uh, I, I want to start a punk rock band in five years, and that was maybe two years ago. There we go. We got, got three time. years. We got three years to figure some stuff out. So yeah, so to answer your question, Brandon, uh, if that answered your question, there you go. I am not a musician. Do I have like late night thoughts? Oh, like, there we go. Are we you go. kidding me? You heard it here, man. Oh, you heard it here. Oh, don't tell anyone, please. <laughs> oh no, we we know now. It's out yeah, there. That means yeah. now the universe is going to answer your call and something's going to happen. And you're going to just like audition for American Idol or something. 
Can do, you imagine that? Oh my god! <laughs> I do have another really. This was a crash and burn story, but I don't want to tell it because I've already gone on too long. Um, unless you want to hear. it. I mean, I'm I'm down to hear this story. I'll be 100%. really quick. I'll be yeah, really yeah, quick. Yeah. So off that high from that show, yeah. I was feeling myself. I was. I was Who wouldn't? Right. Who would, who and that 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 was in uh, early July. And in late August, a friend of mine's band was coming in from Montreal, and they were playing a basement show at DZ Records, affiliate or Friends of Music and affiliate of DZ Records. They were playing a show there, and I was like, "Hey, man!" Because I knew one of my best friends is the drummer of that band. He uh, he uh, he married off my wife and I. He was the officiant. Oh, cool! Yeah, uh, yeah. He's a beautiful person, Julian. Father, Father Jew, we love you, um, uh, Julian. I was like, "Hey, dude." Can I do a song with you guys? Like, I'm a rock star. I don't know if you heard. Oh like, <laughs> my gosh! <laughs> and, and, but here's where I mess up. The song I wanted to do was a Little Richard song. And if you're familiar with Little Richard, he hits notes that that you cannot hit. He hits them, and I'm as untrained as possible. So. Luckily, I got a couple of practices with them and couldn't get there. I just couldn't get there. I would take the mic, and when it was my turn to sing, I'd go. <gasps> Literally, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I did, and I probably did it ten times in a row. And I could feel like I felt the guys like, all right, if we're gonna do this, let's do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were nice about it, of course, but I couldn't get there. So after about a half hour or so of trying this minute thirty second song. Uh, look up uh, the song Long Tall Sally by Little Richard, everybody. It is uh, the, a perfect rock and roll song. It is just a beautiful, perfect rock and roll song. I couldn't get there, and I never will. And that that really, that 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 just like snuffed out my rock and roll dreams. Man. You got you to bring it back. So. Never give up on your dreams. That's one thing we preach here oh, on the Everything Must Go podcast. Never no matter up. what, oh, you man. can't do it. If you can do it once, you can do it again. Oh, God. I want that so bad. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. That's mighty sweet of you. Let's 100%. Move Let's move on. We got to have a karaoke night one of these days soon. No, I can't do karaoke. I, I got to. Oh, you don't oh, do karaoke. There's no way I could do it. Oh, I'm too, I'm too in my head, man. Okay, so this is an interesting question. Mm. Um, obviously, having a podcast with music as the backbone can be considered as part of the music industry, but huh. has there ever been a desire to make a career somewhere else within the music industry? Yeah, that that's an awesome question. I love that question. Uh, thank you, Brandon. Um, you know what? I, I'll, I'll say sometimes like, like we are like a satellite in the, the Chicago rock and roll scene, the Chicago music scene. I consider myself just a satellite. No way am I going to say I'm part of it, man. I'm like just a satellite, you know, I'm just around. I, I hover. You know, but uh, in my early years uh, in high school, I wanted to be a journalist, specifically oh. a uh, a music journalist. Oh, cool! Um, and I I used to blame poor advice for it, but it you know in retrospect, I I I'm my own man. I could have made certain other choices that I didn't make, but instead of taking a creative writing class, which all my friends took, I was advised to take an accounting class. And hate math, man. I hate numbers. <laughs> I hate ledgers and debits and credits. Like I don't balance my own checkbook. You know, it's all online. Who uses checks nowadays? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, <laughs> so I, I struggled through this class and ended up like getting a, like a like a high D in it. Meanwhile, all my friends are like writing short stories and learning how to write and like, you know what I mean. And and for a while, I used to be kind of bitter at that person that stared me in that wrong direction. But again, it's like, oh, I was I was 17. What are you gonna do? Oh you? yeah. I could have I could have easily gone into that, you know. Uh, more than anything, I just wanted to be surrounded by music, uh, and I felt like uh, journalism was a, a good path. But I don't know if that is necessarily in in the world we're in now. Like I wanted to write for magazines, you know. How many magazines do you have? You know what I mean. How many magazines does anybody have these days? Like I had a Rolling Stone subscription and a Spin subscription, oh, yeah. and AP subscription. AP, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> of course, alternative. <laughs> uh, so, um, so that's what I wanted to do and just didn't. I uh, for the longest time, and I still could do this. Uh, I wanted to start my own fanzine, just print my own. I've got a lot of ideas for it. I would love uh, to come to fruition one day. 
um, and just print my own. Why not? Yeah. Start my own, print my own, give them out. Why? Who cares? Why not? You know, lose money. I'm good at that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I also, um, I tried booking a tour for a band. It went horribly. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, little things like that. I used to, I used to help uh, friends' bands just load gear, but that's not anything really. That's just helping. So I don't know if that like. No, I don't know. Uh, being in the music industry, podcasting, that's about it. I don't know if that answers. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I mean, we, I mean, long story short on it, I mean, what what you do with podcasting to me is a part of the music industry. It is definitely now. You know what I mean? It, it definitely, um, it has, it's made its way into the music industry. Definitely. Uh, it goes right along with, the other satellites, there's, you know, the musicians are in the music industry. There's tour managers, uh, regular band managers, merch guys. There's there's radio. There's uh, magazines, fanzines, and podcasts is right in that realm. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? They all go, you know, there's venues and stuff like that. Podcasts are right in there. And, yeah, and I, I guess we are a music podcast, so we are in there as well. So. Exactly. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question about the about the music podcast. What has been your favorite person that you've interviewed or your most like pinch yourself moment we were oh, like oh what? i interviewed a ramon richie ramon i love the ramones i'm a i just the ramones are gods and we all know they're american treasures and richie ramon yeah whatever he was the third drummer he was only on two albums but he was on my favorite ramones album and i got to interview him and it just, I mean, he could not have been, so he, just, he, said a, he said I had a nice laugh. Like, I like, I like, I'm like, oh, Richie. Like, it was so cool. I got to interview Richie fucking Ramon, man. It was so cool. And he could not have been better. Ooh, I just, he, he was amazing with his time. He gave me great stuff and that I could have kept going with. You know what I mean? But I, I chose not to. I, I was like, let's 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 quit while we're ahead. You know what I mean? I even asked him about the band whose shirt I'm wearing because uh, they were in cahoots with the Plasmatics. And I'm a huge Plasmatics fan. You're not going to find much Plasmatics information out there. And he had some. And I asked him. And he gave me some good stuff. But I felt like I could have pushed him a little more, dug a little more perhaps. So regret, whatever. But um, I got to hang out with Ramon. That's, that's 1B. 1A is i'm sorry with my long answers here one a is i got to interview uh dave brocky and if you're not familiar with dave brocky he he has an aka and his aka is odorous urungus of the band guar oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and guar is my favorite band like, ah, okay guar yeah. is a thousand percent my favorite band for a billion different reasons uh and and i got to interview him and he had uh passed away maybe four months after the interview, something like that. And I don't know if, like, this is a weird, like, statistic, if it even is one. I don't know if on his last interview. I don't know. But, like, one of. And, God, I wish, like, you know, retrospect, you know, hindsight, knowing what you know now, but whatever. I got to interview him. Uh, he brought me on the bus. Like, like, I met him up at the venue earlier, like, early before the show. He met me in, in the venue. Hey, he could not have been cooler. You know, you just, when these people are cool and down to earth and just like ready to hang, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, like that just makes my job easier. just eases me. He walks me through the backstage. We go past, I don't know, you're familiar with the Banguar, at least you see yeah, the yeah, picture yeah, know, of the costumes, yeah, yeah. the blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walks me past their costumes that are just No way, there. that's super cool. They're just yeah, yeah, sitting yeah. there, dude. I can smell them. And, and growing up loving this band and being such a big fan, that's every day for him. That's like these shoes for him. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. These shoes, there's nothing to them. But for, for me, I'm like, oh, there's, 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 there's your fake penis. Like there's yeah. your, you know, there's, there's, there's the ball sacks, jaws. Like there's, yeah. you know, there's the feet. There's the, like, I blew my mind. It was maybe 10 total steps, but it was just like, oh. so I didn't know where we were going. I figured we were going backstage somewhere takes me outside to the bus. He brings me on the bus. And it's like, it's a weird, like, it's a weird, like, fanboy thing. But it's like, dude, I was on their bus for, like, 30 minutes, man. And he gave me such good stuff. And, again, it was one of those things I could have kept going. I should have kept going, again, knowing what I know now. 
and uh, it just it's one of those things, you know, when uh, when I don't want to call him a hero, but when you know the lead singer of your favorite band passes away, it hits you, you know, and it sucks. Definitely. I've never listened to it. I can't even editing. I was like, I'm not even going to edit it because I can't bear to to touch it. Really? So it's it is what it is. I don't remember editing it. I, if anybody did, maybe my uh, producer did. Benjamin did. I don't think he did though. So um, it's untouched. It's I've never heard it. I don't want to hear it. I might cry. So well, <laughs> how did you end up with that interview? Like how did that? How did you Dude, set that up? That's the thing, man. Both Richie Ramone and Dave Brocky email just. Five total emails, maybe. Hey, can I do this? Sure, you can. Okay, what time? This time. All right, here's a number. All right, cool. See you later. Boom. Really? Just like that. And it's like, like, I mean, they're not all that easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Booking is a whole nother, you know, conversation. But but I, I was blowing my mind how easy Richie Ramon was, excuse me, and how easy Dave Rocky were to get. And you just think they're untouchable. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they're just normal. I think that like that paints a bigger picture that if you want to do something, like it never hurts to just reach out and ask. Yeah. And not be afraid. That too, man. It's like send out 20 emails. You might get three back. Two of those three are going to be a negative. One will be positive. Boom. You know, there you go. Simple as that. Copy and paste. That's all you do. You get your generic, hey, can I do this? Copy and paste. But um, I I think about it sometimes too because I grew up knowing of rock stars you know what Mm -hmm. i mean stadium rock stars you'll never meet pink floyd you'll never meet led zeppelin you'll never meet you know what i mean like you'll never meet these guys but the bands i know and love like i'm learning you will and can you know what i mean and especially in the era we're in now everything like everyone's so much more accessible you could tweet someone they might tweet you back, you know, like it's very like that stuff is so much more obtainable now than it used to be 80s, 90s, early 2000s, whatever. But um, yeah, man, just as easy as that. Like I've emailed like like Taylor Swift and Lord, <laughs> like, just, hey, man, if the right yeah. person sees this or I've even emailed people like, listen, you're huge. I'm not. Wouldn't it be a larf if you came on my show? I've got like eight total listeners. You've got eight hundred million followers like come on dude why not you know like just justin timberlake or something like yeah yeah, yeah. just kind of cutting the bullshit not you know what i mean like why not and it's never worked but it's definitely worth doing though i'm i'm all for that so i think that's great that's that's uh that's the booking has been uh it's been interesting it's been a, a big learning uh experience and um, even booking friends, man. Even getting something like this together. It ne- this was easy. This was easy at Pi, yeah. dude. This was great. This was so great. And it's sometimes it's not that easy, you know? And so, uh, uh, yeah. Thank you for this. Uh, yeah. And sometimes people just <laughs> suck, too. Like, oh, God. sometimes... I mean, I like, trying to you, skirt said around it, yeah. that, but yeah. You said a lot, of good, like, a lot of good things, but we all know oh, that God. not everyone you meet ends up being it's as cool so, as you hope. I couldn't tell you how many times I've gotten... The first, I don't want to say the band, but the first time I, I reached out to a touring band, they're like, yeah, let's do this. Hit us up uh, the week of the show. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's a big band of mine, too. That I really enjoy it. Uh-huh. I hit them up. No response. Hit them up. No response. Next day, hit them up. No response. I mean, all right, the show's in two days. Last I checked, we're in, but hit them, no response. The whole time, no response. And it's like, I was willing to take a day off work, you know, Pay money for the show. I'm not looking for any handouts. I just want twenty minutes of your time. Nothing, man. Nothing. Sucks. So that kind of, that kind of, that that sucked. But luckily, I booked a really good one shortly after that. That was super easy and cool. So, so yeah, you run in that stuff. You got to get used to hearing no or hearing nothing. You got to get used to that, and you got to get good at either deflecting it or absorbing it or not caring about it. Because you will hear no and nothing so much more than you will hear yes and something like you just will that's life you know what i mean so yeah. can i trouble you for a little more water i do apologize oh sure no, there's uh right here actually i am um, i'm big into warts and all in oh, the yeah. podcast so oh, yeah, no, we got water for days here all right, cool i'll uh go in there. thank you so much hey no best worries. water in town by the way listeners you can't tell but it's yeah. really good honestly some incredible h2o here well <laughs> it seems like a, a good time to well uh just real quick here, I wanted to talk to you about, since you, you like video games. Oh, let's do it. I wanted to just talk to you 
Real quick here, do you have a favorite video game system and or favorite game? Yes and yes. Um, nostalgia value would be uh, PS2 Hot Shots Golf 4. Uh, because I will just murder anyone. Did not expect that murder. at all. Have you played any of the Hot Shots no, uh, I don't think they so. They are deep. They look like a cartoon, but they are deep. They're like, have you played FIFA before? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. People might think, this is soccer, FIFA, yeah, yeah, yeah. golf. Those games are so hard and so deep. But Hot Shots Golf 4, I could play any course with my eyes closed and just dominate. Absolutely dominate. Love that game. Love PlayStation 2. It was huge. And, and of course, like the early Tony Hawk games were big. Oh, yeah, big fan. Um, I don't... Uh, a favorite game of mine all time is going to be, I mean, that changes with the wind, but currently I will tell you Rainbow Six Siege. Are you familiar with No, okay. uh, No, I, I have a friend person. who's super good at Rainbow Six. Yeah, but yeah, It's a first-person shooter. It's it's infinitely better than Call of Duty uh, <laughs> and Halo. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hot I know takes. super controversial. Hot takes. Hot takes. I'm so sorry. I'm supposed to be pc down the middle, but I hate Halo. There, I said it. There we go. Um, but uh, Rainbow Six Siege, I've been playing that the last two and a half years, almost exclusively, um, I, just because it's that good. Like I, I have yet. That's to, pretty like, extreme. It is that good of a game. It's so tactical and so every. My wife's like, you really still play this game? Like every round is different. Every moment is different from the last. It's such a good game. But I literally I play every system from the first Nintendo. Every system except the GameCube. Except I for play, my GameCube. <laughs> I play, I, I was telling you earlier, Dreamcast. I love the Dreamcast. Uh, N64. I was telling you I'm a Mario Kart connoisseur. Love, oh, yeah. love Mario Kart. I gamble on video games. There we I, go. It's sad. Now it comes really, out. really sad. <laughs> NBA 2K. The 2K franchise, I've gambled on a lot. My oh, own skills. Man. I'm terrible at the game. No, that seems really but stupid. But my then. one buddy, uh, <laughs> shout out to Brian, the one buddy that I play with all the time, we just, the the game was fun, but we needed something. We needed that fix, man. We needed to tap into yeah. that. You know, we wasn't much money, you know, a couple hundred here. No. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Quarters. Yeah, quarters, yeah. basically. Quarters. But, um, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not, like, I don't really consider myself a gamer per se as weird as that might have sounded but I i'm in it you, you know what i could it? probably talk more about the three stooges video game for the nes than i can halo or <laughs> or or zelda like the new zelda you know what i mean like i i'm very when i find my game i zero in on it and just latch on and that's it you know so all right one other one other quick question that's also off topic and then we'll go we'll go back to what we we're talking about but mm -hmm. all right i'm from cleveland from chicago LeBron, Michael Jordan, settle the argument. This is so hard. <laughs> As I've seen Jordan play, I grew up in the '90s. I've, I've gone to games with him, and now this like Ray Clay saying the starting lineup for the Chicago Bulls from North Carolina gives you goosebumps, man. Does does LeBron give me goosebumps? No. Is he the greatest player of his generation? Yes. Is is basketball impossible to compare generations? Yes. Is uh, I'm trying to skirt around it. I really <laughs> I don't want to oh, yeah, say no, yes. I'm, I'm putting you on but the spot good here. Good God Almighty! How amazing is what is nine eight finals in a row? Like who? No one does that. Which such shit teams, dude? Daniel Marshall, Eric Daniel. Snow. Like who are his teammates? Like like what? Kyrie? Yes, Kyrie wasn't is great. Uh, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, yes, but those early Cavalier teams when he was a pup, what were those teams, man? They were hot. They were trash. Hot, garbage. Also, even the team this Wally year wasn't like that Zerbeck, good. The team this year was terrible. <laughs> Last year was terrible, man. Yeah. He dragged that team. So for that, I mean, yes. I wonder if it is the social media age that makes me, that brings him down a peg for me. Because of like he gets the rep of being like a whiner or mm -hmm. he couldn't produce in the fourth quarter. For a minute though, that was truth. Not yeah, so yeah, much yeah. anymore, but for a minute that was truth. No, I, I agree. The with decision that. was just. Don't get me started on that. Now we're now we're just getting sensitive towards you. me. Yeah, that, yeah. Did you burn any? Uh... Uh, I did not. I I luckily I never owned anything with LeBron. Yeah. yeah. And when he left, I I always said now he's coming back, which mm. was kind of like blind optimism. Yeah, it was blind optimism. Uh, like when I moved to Tennessee, I was always telling people like, 
they were always make fun of me and I'd mm. say, just you wait, he's going to come back and win a championship for us. And then it happened. And then I just Man. blew up and rubbed in everyone's face. I'm, <laughs> I am honestly shocked that he did go back because he had a great thing going in Miami. Okay. And I'm honestly super shocked that he went to the Lakers. I thought that he would stay. I really did. I thought he'd ride it out, you know, he'd, but whatever. Uh, Jordan though, Jordan was a killer. I, I don't, know if I see the killer in LeBron. I see the killer in Kobe, and I hate Kobe. Got to hate Kobe, too. one of my least favorite basketball players. <laughs> hate that guy. But Jordan was a killer, and I do wonder if LeBron, the stories will age, because Jordan has so many stories where it's like, hey, I'm going to murder this guy. Oh, hey, yeah, I'm yeah. going to kill Craig Elo. <laughs> Craig Elo will n- no longer cease to exist. I don't know if LeBron has those stories. Maybe he does, so we just don't know about him yet. I think LeBron's a nicer guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the yeah, difference. He's a nice guy and a good teammate. Jordan's an asshole, man. He really was. But he he was all about winning. And that and that was that I gravitate towards those guys. My one of my favorite players of all time is Tim Duncan because his goal was winning. His goal was winning and being a good teammate and that was it. There was never any bullshit with him. There was never, ever anything. He was the most boring player, the most boring 2010 guy you'll ever Definitely. see. But his name is boring, honestly. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, but because he was so team-oriented, I love I loved guys like that that are just all about the team, that are just ride or die with team. And it's rare, man. You don't get that so much. I thought Kawhi no, was about that, but no, that guy. But, um... Uh, um, no, Jordan's better than LeBron. But right, you heard it here. You heard it here. <laughs> that that right close, there, man. that it sums is, it up. It is so much closer than uh, I would have ever managed, imagined it would ever be. Um, God, I hate saying out loud that I respect him and like watching him play. I hate it. I a lot of people do hate to say that. For I never some had a chance to see him live. I had uh, I had a package of uh, Bulls tickets, ten games. And Cleveland was one of them. This was his first run in Cleveland. I couldn't go to the game. I had to sell the tickets. So oh God, dude, you're missing out. You oh, gotta no. go. I want. I don't even care if I have to see him in a Lakers uniform. Like he just means yeah, a lot to, to me. Like him. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've seen him plenty of times. It's it's pretty cool. Um, we're gonna ask another Brandon question now. Right, Brandon, what you got? Being a family man now. Oh boy. Are there struggles with keeping things like your podcast a priority? How have you been handling that balance? Brandon read my bio. Ah! <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so funny. Um, that That's a great question, and that is affecting me. Uh, is it affecting or affecting? Don't, affecting? I, I, I hate I'll this so much. Know. I can never figure never it out. Know. I just guess every time. But um, <laughs> that's been the biggest thing. I, I am a family man. I'm married. Uh, I, I have a beautiful, amazing 17-month-old child named Hugo who is just the love and light of my life. Um, and I have a house. I gotta mow a lawn, dude. <laughs> I gotta worry about, like, heat oh, and, yeah. like, like, bills and stuff. But anyways, I, I can't do the podcast as much as I used to. I just simply can't. There's not enough hours in the day. I don't have the energy, um... And so my producer, Benjamin, has, has picked up a lot of the interviews lately. In the last maybe 10 to 12 months, he's picked up a lot of interviews. And God bless him, he's, he's carrying a, a hefty load. Um, and full disclosure, I don't care, I'll say it to him, I'll say it to you, I'll say it to anybody. I'm Mad's not the word, jealous is not the word, envious might be the word. I miss doing it so much. And I'm like, dude, you get to do this and I don't. Like, you jerk, like, stop, yeah, it's yeah. mine. Don't, but he's doing it, and I'm and I'm grateful for that. He's keeping it alive. He's uh, he he. We're limping, but he's keeping it alive, <laughs> you know. And and so I get like so because when I do do one, I'm reminded all over again of how much fun it is, you know. And I might be able to do one a month now, where it used to be I used to do ten a month, you know what I mean? Just and just bank them because we'd release them once a week. But um, I'm lucky to do once a month, and he picks up the rest, and I get so like, man, I just I miss it. Uh, but I got so much to do. And and so it has affected it. And that's been the big philosophical question of my life lately is what happens when real life gets in the way of your art or real life gets in the way of your pursuits? What happens? What do you do? How do you... Because it's not a broad answer. It's subjective as as can be. You know what I mean? How do I deal with it? I still don't know. How do you deal with it? 
I don't know. You know what I mean? So when, when real life gets in the way of your artistic pursuits or almost any pursuit, how do you manage it? How do you deal with it? Some people can juggle. Some people can do it. You know what I mean? Some people have the stability at home or this, the mental stability or are, are mainlining caffeine and can do it. I don't do any of those things. You know what I mean? I do have the stability at home, but I just, the time, man, it's just time management. How do you do it? So I'm really glad that you brought this up just because the people who are listening to this episode, the, the episode that came out right before this one is actually about pursuing your passion mm-hmm. and kind of the sacrifices that have to be made. And should you pursue your passion mm-hmm. or just, or should you just focus on, um, or should you just focus on like making money and like where do you draw the line and all yeah. those types of priorities? So I think yeah. that's a really good time. So, I mean, I would ask you how you do it, listeners at home. How do you do it? I would love to know. I know it's you can't just type that in a social media post. That's impossible. But it's like, do you have any advice? Do you have any tips? Like, do you have a slightly short answer to such a question? I know that might be impossible, but I don't know. Um, I uh, like. I had to choose between a family party today or doing an interview earlier this afternoon. I chose family party because that's what you do. You know what I mean? And that's like, I missed out on a great interview. But it's like, you just gotta, I don't know, you just, it's, I guess it's all personal, like what you value more, your value system and all that. So, um, yeah, that's the never ending struggle currently. Um, I talked to my producer uh, last night, Benjamin, and uh, he yelled at me. <laughs> we have that relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, you gotta do it. I'll do it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. He's giving me the giving me some guff. <laughs> like, I don't know, Benj. I'm going dark on social media. I'm out of it. Man, quit being weak. You gotta do it. <laughs> it's so funny, man. He's the best. But uh so yeah, so if if you do, listener, if you do happen to uh stumble across our podcast and you don't hear this gross voice and you hear another one, that's my producer Benjamin. <laughs> Never fear, he knows what he's doing. Uh, if you search a little more, you'll find me. I'm out there. But um, yeah, man, that's just a struggle. I don't have an answer. I'm sorry, Brandon. I wish I can answer this question better for you, but it's just an internal monologue. That's just, you know, and like, I hate to even say it, but do I get into a fight with my wife because of, because I want to interview Joe Schmo and the blows? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like how? Well, you can't miss that it? interview. Right? Joe Schmo and the Blow. Awesome. That's I love dude, that's, their second album. You can never miss that. You know what interview. I mean? So it's like, and I love my wife. I, you know. Yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. I think people realize that, that no matter what you do in life, you can't have it all, and there are you just have to sort of make a list of mm-hmm. whenever you got to make a decision. Well, what matters here is it getting this interview? My family might be mad, or like you got to yeah. just figure it out. And that's a lot of what our our previous episode was about. Is it's mm-hmm. there is no. There's no perfect answer to this. No. And I've brought my son. He's been on some podcasts. Google oh, cool. and Gaga and Dada. And it's hilarious. Ah. He's, <laughs> he's he's a little monster now, so he can't be... There's no way I could keep him sitting still oh, like, yeah, before yeah. he could walk and stuff. I'd hold him. And there's, there's a couple <laughs> of, of pictures of him and I podcasting. It's hilarious. Um, but uh, yeah, it was hard enough just doing it when I was married without the child. And it's you know exponentially harder with child. Um so yeah, uh, I've done a few at my house, like just getting people like on Skype and stuff. Oh, yeah. So thank goodness for technology. But yeah, man, the 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 ever uh, the struggle is real. <laughs> struggle is struggle is definitely real. real. I think Brandon's got one more question here, so I figure we'll we'll ask it so we can get done with Brandon's questions because he's always asking so many. <laughs> um, <laughs> we we've we've kind of covered this, but just. We'll reiterate real quick. What has having the podcast since 2012 been like? What have been the high points and low points for you? And how much has the industry changed since you started? Good gravy. Um, I will tell you this. Uh, one of the reasons why, one of many reasons why I started the show, not only do I love talking music with people and, and hanging out and being social, in this, or I shouldn't even say being social, but having good conversations is, you may or may not know it, but I, I am an inherently shy person, very socially awkward and awful. No, I don't see it. No, it's the, it's the God's it. honest truth. I'm really bad with that stuff. Or was, I've gotten better, yes. But one of the goals was, is like, hey man, let's dive head, let's dive head first. What's, what's the worst thing you can do to somebody who hates the sound of their own voice and hates interacting with strangers and hates being out there to people? 
What do you do to them? You put a microphone in front of them, you sit down a stranger next to them, and you get them on social media. And those are all three things I did that I didn't do before the show. And it's like, as out of my comfort zone as I could be. You know what I mean? I have no business being on microphone. I truly don't. And I thought that before, and I still think that now, but it's like, I, I, had, like, I, I just ran headfirst into the wall with that. And what better way to grow as a person and to do that, face it, you know, face your Definitely. fears. If you, know, if you've got a problem, solve it. You know, go to it. And I'm not like that about everything. I'm not a hoorah person about all that stuff. But in that, <laughs> in these things in particular, I was and am, and that's helped me. It has helped me so much. I'm so much more comfortable. I've opened up so much. Uh, I've loosened up so much. I've learned so much from my guests. Uh, and, and it's just, it's something you can't quantify, you know, it's just something that I'll just, I'm a better person because of the show. And it sounds really, really weird, but good God, if you guys knew me six and a half years ago, I, I was a shadow of the man you see now, you know what I mean? I was also in my 20s and adult, but anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, so I've learned that, like I've learned, I now like really, like I'll do this thing sometimes where if there's a stranger that I have to interact with, not just on the podcast, but if like, if I'm at Great American Bagel or Starbucks and the person says, hey, how you doing? How many times you get asked, hey, how you doing when you're out and about? A lot, right? You get yeah, it all the yeah, time. Yeah. Every person behind the counter is going to say, hey, how you doing? And instead of just saying, good, can I have a, you know, a grande, uh, uh, whatever, or can I have a you know, uh, a sesame bagel toast with plain cream cheese. What? I'll say, dude, I'm a big fan of sesame bagel toast with plain okay, cream cheese. Plain cream cheese. Ah, that's so Throw weird. Throw a little lemon juice. <laughs> Throw a little lemon juice on it. Ah, it's a nice. Never thought zest. to do that. Real but, um, weird though that you like that because that's always like my oh, order. Yeah, so good. So um, instead of saying fine, here's my order. I'll say, you know what? I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. I'm tired. I'm cranky. My left foot hurts for I don't know what reason. I, you know, I, I, I'm hungry. I, you know what I mean? I'll just, yeah, I'll yeah. give them this like vomit of like six sentences. That is truth. That is just like something they were not expecting. And I'll do that sometimes to fuck with people, yeah. but sometimes <laughs> just be like, Hey, let's be humans for a moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's, let's not skirt past this. How's your day? You know what I mean? Let's let you ask and I'm answering. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't have done that six and a half years ago. I do that all the time now. And, and so it's broke the shell. It, it, that's been the biggest uh, learning, positive, whatever thing that has come from this show. Um, that has been the, the highest of highs, is breaking the shell. The lowest of lows is I hate social media, and I'm terrible at it. And that's a it's generic. Everyone says that. You know, whatever. I can't stand it. I'm real, I truly am bad at it. People are good at it. I'm bad at it. And I don't care. I don't care about followers or likes or views or listens. I never look at the stats of the show. I, you know, if people say positive things, nice. If if people respond to a social media post, that's awesome. I, I, I do enjoy whatever. That's cool. I boost the ego a little. But I just don't care. I don't care enough to promote. I'm really bad at it. I never do it. I used to, before the show started, I printed out buttons and flyers. I actually had flyers. <laughs> and my goal was, I cut up these flyers and my goal was to go, you know, you know, I used to go to a show back in the day and people would hand out flyers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My yeah. goal was to be that guy and be, listen to my post show. Never did it once. Now, I have a stack of flyers, probably four and a half inches, just sitting there. We gotta do something with them. <laughs> They're Pass cool them out I'm proud of them. I'm really proud of them. <laughs> but, uh, but the buttons I hand out to people all the time, just, you know, guests and whatnot. But like, the, um, the promotion, the self-promotion, I'm, I'm just really bad at. I'm really, really bad at. And uh, that is something I still haven't learned. And that's just a low... I don't, was that part of the question? I don't, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I'm really... And, I mean, it, it answers it. The ups and downs. Ups and, and downs, man. Ups and downs. Scheduling, down. Uh, good interview, up. Uh, uh, learning, up. Promotion, down. Um, getting just you know you get to meet people man that's so much fun getting to know some oh, yeah. of these local bands and to befriend them I'm friends with some of these guys which is cool you know like I get to see them live and they're fun but um yeah man that I, I don't it, it's weird to say like six and a half years and like um I've been doing it for so long and I've been in it and I've been doing this and that I don't see I just don't like I, I I'm so unattached in a weird way that I just don't really see it that way. I just, I more look at it. Hey, we got to release something this week. 
you know what I mean? That's usually what I'm focused on is just getting something else out there. So, um, yeah, man, I guess that answers that. I don't know. So <laughs> what, what were, since you listened to the, the, our first episode is about like the, how Brandon deleted his Facebook. Brandon is yeah, not social media too, guy. Yeah. And then I'm way, I, I don't like actually love social media, but I've come to grips with the fact of like, I need to be good at it. I need to help us. And blah, I understand blah. its strengths and its powers. I really do. And it's, yeah. and that's good. If you are looking to you know brand yourself or get yourself out there, there are definitely strengths to it. I see that. I just can't wrap my head around it. I don't know why. I don't. I think technically I'm a millennial. I've heard that 85 is the absolute cutoff for millennials, and I'm 85. I don't. I don't know the truth or science. Yeah, I don't. Me, I don't know the exact year. I think I thought it was 84, but oh, I, could, I could be wrong. I don't know. All right. I, yeah, but <laughs> that general. Yeah, yeah. But um, I just I only have a personal Facebook because I needed to start one to have a like a podcast Facebook, like a page oh, yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And I never, I used to post on my personal one just quotes from my wife, like just dumb <laughs> Like, like I, I dropped my toothbrush in the toilet again or just stupid things oh, like yeah. that. I used to very once every four months. You know, I never post anything on there and I've deleted it off my phone, the personal one. I still mm. do the, uh, the friends with music one. But even that is literally linked, it's linked to the Instagram and so whenever I post something on Instagram, it goes to the Facebook. I never touch the Facebook otherwise. So, uh, yeah. so that's the extent of it. I do enjoy Instagram because it's. I feel like it's just easier. And yeah, yeah. You, you you commented that you're like on one of the podcasts yeah, where you said like, yeah, Instagram is my favorite. Instagram is the one. Yeah, and I used to do a lot more Instagramming. I've slowed down so much on it now. I just, I just don't have the mind space for it anymore. And it's a. It's not a. It's not a good attitude to have when you're trying to have art you know it's just not you need to but i'm sorry whatever it is what it is <laughs> no i i totally get it um any any final thoughts or anything that we didn't cover that maybe you wanted to cover um yeah um listen to everything must go because the these conversations these guys are have are having are important to um to our generation, to people now, they're, they're fun conversations. They are thought provoking, truly are thought provoking. Because I find myself, the, the three episodes I listen to, I'm out loud saying what I would, maybe not truly out loud, but in yeah, my yeah, head, yeah, I'm yeah. answering the questions you guys are asking. Like, I disagree, but I see your point, and but I would go about it this way, you know? Or like, and that's, I find that so valuable, man. That's so valuable and it's so entertaining. A good conversation is so entertaining, and you guys are doing it right. You guys truly are. So I, I, I thank you so much for this opportunity, and I applaud everything you guys have done, and I look forward to hitting that subscribe button and, and the future of you guys. Um, all that being said, we're at, we are at Friends With Music on Instagram. That's the best way to go about it. Um, <laughs> at Friends With Music on Instagram. There is a, an official .com. It's friendswithmusicpodcast.com. That's where you can listen to every episode, all 300 plus. Uh, all are up there, all for free. All you got to do is hit play, find the one you like. Um, I don't know if it's easily navigatable. I am so dumb with that stuff. I just did a Squarespace and just kind of dragged and dropped some stuff. I, Everyone makes fun of me, like, dude, it looks like the website's from the nineties. Uh, you know, it's it's not too bad. It, it, it's it's, too it's bad. relatively easy to figure it out is, where yeah, where you're going. Yeah. But um, I I, I wish I, I know you'd asked earlier about like like favorite episodes or whatever. That's so hard to a answer. Um, if you see a band you like, hit play. That's all you gotta do. If you don't, oh, find a random one, hit play. If you want to hear me talk to some random person. Maybe avoid the early episodes because they are so bad. Our first episode is. Awful. I start. We start hitting our stride in like the fifties, maybe. There we go. <laughs> but um, no, man. Thank you so much, Brandon. We haven't met, but your questions were awesome, and I, I really do appreciate the opportunity and the time. Yeah. And I and I promise I did not pay this man or tell him to say ah. good things about our podcast. <laughs> it's all from the heart. That's all honest. I can't help but be honest. No, we with you, man. honestly. I I know Brandon isn't here right now, but. I can tell you he will greatly appreciate when he listens to this or watches oh, this, whatever way he oh, prefers to watch, but or, uh, to take the content. But we, we thank you a lot. It's always great to have people reach out. If you guys are interested in becoming a part of the maybe guesting or if you have any uh, questions or comments, you can DM us on Instagram. Our Instagram is EMGpod. That's also our Twitter handle. 
Uh, you can also find our website, everythingmustgopodcast.com. We've also got an, an email, emgpod at gmail.com. You can reach us that way. We've also got a uh, voicemail box. If you want to just leave us a voicemail and say, bring that guy back on the show. Uh, or, or you guys are the <laughs> terrible. Or I don't know. My popular Yeah, maybe, maybe, you think, maybe you think Kobe Bryant is the best basketball player of all time. And you think that both oh, of us are, weasel, are out of our damn minds. Oh, <laughs> you can leave us a yeah. voicemail at 513-427-EMG5. The episode after this one is the one where we talk about LaCroix. If you've mm. heard about them a little bit in the news mm. recently, mm. we're going to break that down a little bit and talk about is this okay and what's the truth of the matter. Dive into the lawsuit a little bit. Thank you. I can't for, wait to hear that. Yeah, right? Cannot right? Yep. So, oh, strong feelings on that. Uh, cool, cool. Well, thank you again for listening to this episode, and we will uh, talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you.